Murphy's Bedtime Stories. Murphy's Bedtime Stories. Murphy's Bedtime Stories. <laughs> <laughs> the big cat? Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Do you guys remember? Do you remember what happened last? Um, Uncle Nick got hurt. By Hildy, accidentally. Yeah, Hildy stepped on him. Because she was going after his pet mouse, remember? Yeah. Must must. And so Uncle <laughs> Uncle Nick used to fight mice at in Trash City. And uh, Trash City. Or what do they call it? The dump? I don't know. I can't remember what they called it. That 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 reminds me of Carpet City. Oh uh, yeah. And Ollie. That's funny. Ollie. Uh. So. Anyway, what their plan was? Because Uncle Nick's really. Really injured. Do you remember what their plan was? Mm, no. To go find. Uh, oh yeah, some of his friends. And bring him back for Christmas, right? The dump. So. That's uh, how they're gonna find the trash tinies. The end. That was a great story. Yeah. And you didn't even like tell chapter five yeah, yet. Yeah, you don't even need to read the rest of the book. That's no, chapter four. Yeah, you're you right. just need a six-year-old in the room. Yep. There you go. And done. What should the next book we read? Uh, how about the littles? And the trash shinies, and we'll start on chapter four. Oh yeah. Um. Someone want to say chapter four? So they're also they're gonna okay that's good. So they're gonna ride the they're gonna ride the hey guys stop. They're gonna ride the um, dump truck to the tr to the dump. Okay, I don't need to read it. I guess if you just want to keep saying chapter four. Okay, 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 okay. So they're gonna ride. They're gonna ride. They're gonna ride to the. Was that an Encanto reference? So they're gonna ride the dump truck. Take Mus Mus, because Mus Mus knows where the town, where the, the trash city is. Mus There's Mus Mus the mouse, see, Mus on a little leash. And she, uh, Mus Mus only listens to no, Lucy. No, that's its tail. Yeah, but look at the, the thing that Lucy's holding. So Mus Mus only listens to Lucy. So Lucy's going to help with Mus Mus. And Tom and Mr. Little are going to, so they can, I guess so they can find the trash shinies. That afternoon, Mr. Little, Tom, and Lucy hid behind a telephone pole. It was near the Big's garbage cans. Lucy held the leash of Uncle Nick's white mouse, Mus Mus. Mr. Little held a ladder made from two pencils and some matchsticks. Do you see the picture? Yeah. The snow is still falling. Dad, we... what if, like, were they secured? Scared? No, secured. Oh. Like, if he stepped on it, then it would rub against the wood, and then it would start a fire. Oh, yeah, but they I'm sure they pulled the fiery parts off the matches. How would such tiny people do that? Well, or I mean... scissors or knives? Well, they just cut it off like a little... They probably would... If you just broke the tip off of a, a knife, or used a blade that was laying around... They could do it. Why would there be a blade or like a, like, like a small, a small blade. We don't have them laying around because 
be dangerous, but yeah, but I mean like little uh, box cutters and things. Um, the snow is still falling. If we get much more of the snow, Mr. Little said, we won't be able to get to the truck when it comes. Oh yeah, and they can just like, that and they can just like cut off bits of their mirror. Yeah, that is good. Like you know how sharp Oh, like if they are? actually needed a blade, yeah. The garbage man usually the garbage man usually parks right near this telephone pole, said Tom. All we have to do is put the ladder up against the running board of the truck. I sure hope it's long enough, Mr. Little <laughs> I sure hope it's long enough, Mr. Little said. He looked the ladder up and down. The running board of the truck has an extra step small step down, said Tom. It'll work. Tom, you're always so sure of everything, Lucy said. And when it doesn't work, just then, a large blue and white garbage truck turned their nearby the nearby corner and headed their way. Out of there's a picture. This is it, said Mr. Little. Good luck to all of us. See the garbage truck? Yeah. Oh, look, the teeny tiny littles. Do you see them? Do you see the littles running to the garbage truck with a ladder? See? Right by your finger. That's Mr. Little carrying the ladder, and then Tom and Lucy back there. I don't see Moss Moss, but probably blends in with the white snow. Um, they crouched behind the telephone pole. Lucy shivered. Don't be afraid, Lucy, said Tom. I'm not afraid, Lucy said. I'm cold. The garbage truck came to a halt exactly what Tom said it would. The motor kept on running. The door swung open, and a man came down the two steps of the street. He left the door open. The man walked quickly over to the big garbage cans. He began to carry them to the back um, of his truck. That's really annoying me how that Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, ow, whispered Mr. Little. He stepped from behind the telephone pole and propped the ladder against the small step beneath the running board. It fit perfectly. See? Tom said. He looked at Lucy. I told you. The three tiny people and the mouse climbed the ladder quickly. Mr. Little and Tom pulled the ladder up behind them. Under the page. They placed it against the next step, and everyone climbed up to that one, too. One more, said Mr. Little. He was breathing heavily. This time, he placed the ladder against the truck's body near the open door. The tiny people scurried up the ladder and into the cab of the truck. Over here, cried Tom. Here's a place to hide where the driver won't see us. He pointed under the seat. Mr. Little and Lucy followed Tom into the hiding place. In a few moments, the garbage truck went to work, grinding up the big's garbage. It was being compressed into the back of the truck. The garbage man climbed into the cab. That's like the driver's seat. He shifted gears, and the truck went down the road. It was a long, bumpy trip. The garbage truck stopped at all the houses between the big's house and the town dump. Stop, go, stop, go. There was the steady, noisy clatter of the machine that pressed the garbage into the back of the truck. Tom and Lucy huddled under the seat in the truck's cab. Whenever the door was open, icy cold air blew in on them. When the doors closed, the truck's heater blasted hot air. Tom checked and rechecked his pack. He wondered if he had brought enough arrows for his bow. Oh, he brought a bow. That's nice. Lucy kept whispering to Musmus -Mus whenever the man was out of the truck. What do you think she was whispering? No, no. Mr. Little worried out loud. It's getting dark. I'm going to get there when it's dark. Tom searched his memory. 
Just trying to think of all the things Uncle Nick had said about the dump. Finally, the smell of burning garbage. It was a dump. There were shouts of men working. The truck swung around and backed up. They were unloading the truck. Let's get out of here, said Mr. Little. He stood in the truck door. The ladder, Dad, said Tom. We'll need it to get back. They got the ladder from under the seat. Hurry, Lucy said. Mr. Little tossed the ladder into a snowbank. It disappeared beneath the snow. Jump, commanded Mr. Little. Jump near the ladder. Stay hidden in the snow until the truck leaves. Mr. Little and Tom jumped. Lucy got a good grip on the mouse's leash. She threw herself into space, pulling Muss Muss with her. They tumbled head over heels for two long feet. To us, that's like, that's really hard down. I think it was snowing. The fluffy white snow softened Lucy's landing. Oh, look, there's a picture of her landing in the dump, and you can tell it's a dump. See the eggshell and the banana peel? Broken uh, paintbrush. She saw Tom's head. He was looking back at her from a few feet away. Tom put his fingers to his lips. Shh, he said. Then he ducked back under the snow. After a while, the truck drove away. It was now 5.30, the end of the working day. The rest of the men left, too. The Littles were alone in the town dump. Well, well, Mr. Little said as he dug himself out of the snow. That wasn't any fun. Where is everybody? The children popped out of the snow. Here, said Tom. They brushed each other off. Musmus shook himself, then combed his whiskers with his front paws. Let's see, said Mr. Little, thinking out loud. It's dark. It's cold. I'm hungry. We don't have any idea where we are. Musmus knows, Lucy said. Well, anyhow, said Mr. Little, I think we'll spend the night here and look for a trash city the first thing in the morning. He looked around. I want to go. I don't want to go prowling about in a strange place at night. Where shall we make our camp? asked Tom. Mr. Little led them over piles of trash. They came to one of the many small fires burning in the dump. If we keep close to one of these fires, he said, we can stay warm. And animals will stay away too, Lucy said. They're afraid of fire. The Littles began preparing their campsite. They all carried plastic sandwich bags in their packs. They had taken them from Mrs. Big's kitchen. Lucy spread one of the plastic bags on the snow. Mr. Little, sorry. He placed it near the fire. This is our ground cloth, he said. There's as much cold under us as there is in the air, maybe more. It's important to have as much protection under us as it is to have on top of us. Mr. Little placed a second sandwich bag on top of the ground cloth. He got out their sleeping bag. It was made from one of Mr. Big's woolen socks. About six inches of the sock from the toe back toward the heel. Mr. Little stuffed the sock into the second sandwich bag. Finally, he and Tom made a lean-to out of the last two sandwich bags and some twigs. Yeah, it's like a tent with uh, just the roof. So it's like, it's just uh, like a tarp, or in this, their case, a sandwich bag. Just at an angle up from the ground. So like, so you just need uh, two sticks and a, oh, there's a picture. You just need, right there, you just need two sticks and uh, prop up one side of the sandwich bag with the sticks and then you get under it. 
It's terrific, said Tom. Mr. Little stood back and looked at the campsite. It may not be just like home, he said, but it should keep us warm. I'm awful hungry, Lucy said. Me too, said Tom. Camping out always makes me hungry. Mr. Little opened his pack and got out some provisions. He passed a raisin each to Tom and Lucy. Then he passed around some oyster crackers. Those are tiny little crackers. Mr. Little carried water in a small red balloon. He tied it with a string and carried it over his shoulder. Everyone took a drink. After eating, the Little sat next to the fire and talked. I still don't understand why Uncle Nick thinks he's dying, said Lucy. It's kind of hard to explain, Lucy, said Mr. Little. Older people think about these things more than younger people, probably. I never think about dying, said Tom. That's dumb. Uncle Nick isn't dumb, Tom, said Lucy. Is he, Daddy? Mr. Little shook his head no. Lucy looked at her, up at her father. You won't die, will you, Daddy? Mr. Little smiled. Not one day soon, he said. I hope not anyway. I don't think we should worry about it, said Tom. I'm off. I'm not awful worried about it, said Lucy. She moved closer to her father. Mr. Little put his arm around Lucy. When we bring Uncle Nick's friends to see him, he said, he'll probably feel better about everything. End of the chapter.